Hello, everybody. Before we start this podcast today, I just want to let you know that I'm not sponsored in any way by any company. There is no ads here. But if you do want to see the products that I promote and the books that I have written, you can see all of that and all of the links to all of my social media accounts and Instagram, YouTube, and so on. All of that is on my website, noticebooks.org. N-O-T-U-S books.org, not us books.org. Nutrition is too expensive. Nutrition is too expensive. This is something I hear all the time, and I want to talk about it today. So first of all, I agree. I wish nutrition wasn't so expensive. I wish good food wasn't so expensive. I also wish gas prices weren't so expensive, and that the cost of wood didn't just quadruple, and so on. Life is more expensive than it needs to be. I completely agree. I remember back when the dollar store actually had products for sale for a dollar. And when you realize you suddenly need all these new things that are not in your food supply, it can be a bit shocking to say, well, wow, I need to spend another $100, $200, $300 a month to get what I need. Now, particularly when it comes to supplements, one of the tricks involved here is that you buy one month worth at a time, or even more than that. So very few of us actually go to the grocery store and buy one month worth of all of our groceries. It would probably be a very big bill if we did that. And most of us who do buy supplements regularly tend to spend about $100 to $300 per month. So let's take the high number there, the $300. That's about $10 a day. Now in this current world, you can't really buy much for $10. You can't really go and buy a meal for $10. So to me, that's pretty good, especially when you consider that you need this stuff for your body to work properly. And the sandwich at the sandwich shop isn't really going to give you what you need anyway. So your $10 is better spent on supplements. But... Specifically, there was a comment here I saw the other day on one of our YouTube videos, and it said, So, since we're all starving to death and we all need the mighty 90 essential nutrients, why is it so expensive and why can't we get what we need? It all seems like a big money scam to me because you have something I need and I can't afford it. It's only for the rich. Well, let me say that when I first started this, I was homeless, and I don't mean that as a phrase. I was literally homeless. I didn't have anywhere to live. For a while, we had a car that we were kind of living in, and then we blew the motor on that, so we didn't even have the car. At that time, we were paying $65 a month for the product Tangy Tangerine. And Tangy Tangerine isn't everything we need, and not everybody needs Tangy Tangerine, by the way, but that's all that we knew about. And that $65 was a really big deal to us. We didn't really have any money. Definitely didn't have money to rent. We didn't have money to fix our car. But we felt better on the Tangy Tangerine. We felt better with these nutrients. And we found that we needed to eat less food, so we really heavily relied on that product. Now, if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't have used that product. I would have used a cheaper product. But again, since it was the only thing we knew, we had to get that $65 every month. Now, that was about $250 a day, and that's pretty reasonable, honestly. Even when homeless, we have to hustle to do something. You know, you can't live on $0. Nobody can live on $0 unless somebody's feeding you and housing you. And that wasn't happening for us, so we had to do something. And I assume that's the same with everybody. This person who's commenting, I don't expect them to be rich, but I'm also not rich. I'm doing okay in life now, but I'm really only making the amount that I would make at a regular job. It's just because I didn't have a regular job before. I feel rich now, basically. And now, even with more money, I still only spend about $200 a month on products. And I spend a lot more than that on food, believe me. But what these products did is got me out of pain. I lived in pain for 25 years. And on my 26th birthday, I discovered the product that got me out of pain, which wasn't the Tangy Tangerine, by the way, it was the OsteoFX. 
But once I discovered what it's like to live out of pain, I realized that it's not worth it to do anything else. So whatever I had to do to get that two, three, even $10 a day, I would do it because I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to wake up with muscle cramps. I don't want to be twitching uncontrollably. And even worse, I don't want to develop some sort of serious disease. Now, some people take this as sort of a threat. Well, if you don't buy this, you're going to get cancer. Well, that's not exactly true. But we want to support our body as much as possible so that we don't develop a disease that is smart. And I don't know if you've ever lived in pain, whoever's watching this, but it costs a lot. It costs a lot both in time and misery, lost work hours. You know, even myself, I wasn't able to focus on what I wanted to do in life. I wasn't able to build the projects that I wanted to build or grow the businesses that I wanted to build because I was in so much pain all the time. Not only that, a lot of medications and treatments are very expensive. I don't have health insurance. I was using things like marijuana and sleeping pills to deal with my pain, and both of those are very expensive, and they didn't solve the problem because pain's not caused by a medicine deficiency. It's caused by nutrient deficiencies. So I needed to invest in the nutrients so that I didn't need to buy the medicines. And once healthy, I realized that I can put myself full force into whatever it is I do in life and get more out of it and give more value to the audience or give more value to the customers and ultimately build a better business, build a better income and have more money for these things. Now I'm not discounting the cost here. I'm just saying that the costs in life are unavoidable and we can complain about it, but that doesn't really do much. I complain all the time about the cost of food. Everybody's complaining about the cost of food and gas right now. Other than the political things that are causing this, really our personal answer is to make more money. And that has nothing to do with the companies that are producing the products that you want to buy. If you want a nicer car, you can't go into the car dealership and just say, well, this costs too much, right? Business is about solving problems. If you need to get somewhere and you need a car, it's not the business of the car dealership. They're just there to show you the features and benefits between each models and tell you what they have to offer. That's it. And it's the same with nutrition. If you talk to us about nutritional products, we'll give you the value and the benefits and the features of each product and we'll help you find what's best for you. Now, if you just go and look on our websites, my website, for example, wallexwarriors.ca, some people see the biggest products first and they say, well, that's $500 for this package of products. Well, that's a ripoff. Well, that package contains more than a month worth of products for the average person. And if somebody's, say, extremely overweight, well, they need more nutrients because you have more body weight. Nutrients are based on body weight. Now, do you have to buy the big packages? No, you don't have to buy the big packages. In fact, if you came to me and you were seriously overweight, I would start you first on a digestive protocol, hoping that you're going to lose some weight within the first month or two. And I wouldn't even worry about throwing in the supplements yet. I'm going to assume that you're not even going to absorb a lot of them first. So we're going to start on digestion. Now, if the person has done a digestive protocol and they still weigh 350 pounds, I'm going to recommend the liquid supplements because they're a lot cheaper. They don't taste as great. They're not as convenient. They're not as easy to travel with. You need fridge space, but it's a lot cheaper to get your body weight's worth of nutrients that way. And we have a lot of low income people on these programs, by the way. You can imagine we're in the health business. We have a lot of people on disability. We have a lot of elderly people who are retired. We have a lot of people in low income areas like Detroit and Gary, Indiana, who have to utilize our lower cost products or they're not going to be able to afford it. That's true. And since it's a whole month worth at once, some people might have to wait until they get their check in order to buy their products for the next month. Now, I want you to remember something else here. Everybody should always keep in mind that our main goal here, at least my main goal here in this business, is to be better, not perfect. 
Perfect is a bit of an illusion, and a lot of people think that just because they can't do something perfectly that they shouldn't do it at all. Well, that's not true. Even though we recommend avoiding the bad foods, which is free by the way, and taking the 90 essential nutrients, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people only pick one of those things that they want to do. And ironically, the problem that most people have is with the free stuff. People complain about going gluten-free. People complain that, oh, it's hard to avoid oil and all this stuff. Well, all that stuff's free and, you know, they're still complaining about it. But the point is that not everyone does everything. But most people do get a result off taking any bit of our advice. Now, sometimes when people complain about the price, I point out the free things. I circle back to the free things. Sometimes I'm talking to people who are in countries that we don't even ship to, that I know that if they want to buy my products, I have to ask them for a big order so that I make enough money to even pay for the shipping. So some farmer in India, probably not going to have the money to buy a big package of products. So I'll focus on the free things that they can do. They can go gluten-free, you know, they can avoid the bad foods in general. They can buy certain things in their country for quite cheap that'll probably help them out a lot, like diatomaceous earth or digestive enzymes or probiotics. These things are available in every country that you don't need to buy from us and you can still get a benefit that way, but it's still going to cost money is kind of my point here. Almost anything that you're going to utilize is going to cost some money no matter who you buy it from. There's some companies that do it smarter than others, and I think Longevity is definitely one of those companies. That's why I represent them. That's why many people represent them, is because we are looking for companies that do supply everything that we need, or at least try to. And when you realize we need 90 essential nutrients, if you go and try and find those all individually, it's going to end up 20, 30, 40 products in your cabinet, and it's going to cost a lot more than Longevity is offering, even in their more expensive products, such as Tangy Tangerine. Remember this as well, a lot of people think tangy tangerine is like everything and like it's like all we got. It's not true, it's one of the most expensive products that we have and it's not the budget option. All of my budget packs are based on the product called Ultimate Classic. And in low income areas that we cater to, like Detroit, almost everybody's on the Ultimate Classic. That's what we promote. It's not the greatest product in the world, it's not the greatest tasting product in the world, but for the money it most definitely is. Remember the better not perfect thing. Even if you have to skimp on the doses, say you weigh 200 pounds, but you're taking a 100 pound dose, that's still enormously better than not taking any dose at all. Why? Because it's not possible to get these things from food. Going back to this comment, why is it so expensive and why can't we get what we need? Because it's not in the food. And this is a big part of our message. Why is it not in the food? Because we dammed all the rivers in the world, so we no longer have flood plains, so our farm fields are no longer flooded every year with mineral-rich water, and we no longer use wood as our primary fuel for cooking and heating, so we no longer have wood ashes left over as a byproduct, and those wood ashes are concentrated plant-derived minerals, which are no longer going into the gardens, they're no longer being used as condiments in food, or as an additive to salt, which is what the longest of populations have always done, primitive people have always done this, they've always put their wood ashes in their gardens, and they've always added it to their foods for flavoring, for thickening, and to cut salt with. And just so we're not doing this anymore, we just cut off our two major sources of minerals, which is, again, irrigation with mineral-rich water and plant-derived minerals from wood ashes. Now, the third major thing that most of these longest-lived populations do, or all of them do, is use bones. We don't use bones anymore. The average person, the average American, the average Australian, they just eat the muscle, the muscle of the animal, whereas the primitive people eat the whole animal, snout to tail. 
They eat the organs. They make soups out of the bones. They grind the leftover bones into bone meal, and they add that into their food as well, as thickeners, as flavorings. Remember the old nursery rhyme, Jack and the Beanstalk. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he live or be he dead, I will grind his bones to make my bread. They added bone meal to their breads. They added bone meal to their puddings and soups and stews and all this stuff. Bones are rich in minerals. Ashes are rich in minerals. Highly absorbable, plant-derived minerals, colloidal minerals. And since we're not doing any of these things, we're left with barren foods. Our breads are made with flour and sugar, maybe an egg. They're not made with bone meal anymore. They're not made with wood ash anymore. And an old bread might have fruit in it, it might have vegetables in it, it, might have meat in it, spices, all kinds of things that add nutritional value to the bread. It's just not there anymore. Now, sometimes people ask, hey, could I do those things? Could I irrigate my fields with mineral-rich water? Could I burn wood and use the ashes? And my answer is yes and no. The country of England had completely stripped the entire island of trees before the Industrial Revolution. That's why the U.S. patent number one in America was for a process of making wood ashes into fertilizer for export to England because they no longer had wood ashes anymore. They needed more fertilizer. And what happened? We stripped a lot of our trees too. And this is exactly what would happen if hundreds of millions of people started to burn plant material just for the ashes. Those longest-lived populations, those primitive people, the ashes is a byproduct of their lifestyle. They're not burning it just for the ashes. They're burning it for heating and cooking purposes, and they have the ashes left over. It's a very efficient system, and it's most efficient in a small scale. If you've ever gone camping for a couple of weeks, you probably noticed it's really easy to burn everything in your vicinity very quickly. And if you live in a city or suburb, this is just impossible. I live in northern Canada in an ocean of trees. In fact, the forest that I live amongst is larger than several countries combined. It's larger than Germany. It's larger than Italy. This is the forest of northern Ontario and Quebec. It's gigantic. I probably could go and use wood ashes. I could burn stuff all day. I could use those ashes in my garden. I could put them in my food and so on. But I also know that I live in a region, the Canadian Shield, which is practically devoid of selenium. Selenium is only one of the 60 essential minerals, but it's a very important one. So if I did use wood ashes, I know that I'm going to be deficient in selenium still. I'm still going to need to find a source of selenium. Now, wherever you live, you can look at the map of the mineral distribution. Chances are you do not live in a place with all 90 essential nutrients. The so-called blue zones, they got lucky. They happen to live in places where all the minerals are present. And if you're near the seaside, well, you can use sea plants because sea plants will have a spread of all the minerals in it. This is why sea moss is so popular now. But people need to know that the people who use sea moss in the wild burn that sea moss. When they burn that moss, it turns to ash, which is concentrated plant-derived minerals. And those minerals have been converted from inorganic into a colloidal form. This happens when the mineral gets sucked up into the plant. It's part of the magic of nature that that mineral is now converted into a colloidal form or an ionic form, meaning it's a small electrically charged particle. And this is the type of mineral that we need in our bodies. So we can't just eat rocks and dirt. That rock and dirt needs to be digested and absorbed through a plant in order to be colloidal, which is the form that animals need. So you could use sea material, but you'd be spending all day collecting sea material to burn. And you're probably still going to end up short unless you add in the bones as well. And hopefully the soils that you're growing on, you're replenishing those minerals somehow. 
Remember, if you grow plants in your soil, the plants are going to suck up the minerals that are in that soil, and very soon there's going to be a shortage of minerals because the plants suck them up, you eat the plants, and they're gone. Composting was also another big way that these primitive people got more nutrients into their soils, by the way, because practically everything that they didn't use from bone scraps to food scraps to manure, human animal manure, it would all go in the compost heap, and that's added back into the soil. This not only adds the key nutrients for rapid growth, like nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, which is what our modern fertilizer is, by the way, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. And by the way, by the way, potassium is named after potash. It's named after ash because ash is rich in potassium. Not only does it have that, but it also has a lot of the other key minerals that we need for our bones, for our liver, for our brain aka the 90 essential nutrients but this is where you get it from this is the combination of bones and irrigation and compost and wood ash and an overall low calorie lifestyle and other factors that give these people a lot of nutrients that last point there low calorie the longest of populations don't eat very much food therefore they have a high nutrient ratio to low calories they have more nutrients than they do calories so for every calorie that they're eating they're getting a lot of nutrients us in the modern world, we do it the exact opposite. We eat a lot of food with not a lot of nutrients. And as a result, we have a lot of disease. Now go back to the beginning here. Nutrition is too expensive. Well, most people are eating too much food and they're paying a lot of money for that food. So we're paying a lot of money to not get nutrition. And this is the key. You wanna flip this equation around. I told you back when we started this, I was homeless. Well, we decided to spend money on nutrients instead of on food. A lot of times we went hungry. A lot of times I couldn't afford dinner, but I would still have my supplement drink. And this is what got us through the hardest times. And this is, in my opinion, what kept us healthy. And frankly, I still operate like this. There's a lot of times when either I don't want to eat or it's not convenient to eat or I'm kind of disgusted at the cost of food and I decide to have supplements instead. This doesn't mean starve yourself. It means that overall we're eating too much food. And if you didn't know, your body is hungry for nutrients. It's not really hungry for food. We do need some macronutrients, which is proteins, fats, carbs. These are foods. We do need some food, but we don't need that much food. And generally, people are over hungry because they're low on micronutrients. They have the munchies all the time. They're snacking all the time. Well, when an animal has the munchies, we call it pica. It's a disease name. It's called pica. The action is called cribbing. This is when a horse or a cow or a goat or a sheep this is when they chew on the barn, they chew on leather gloves, they chew on the handles of tools, they chew on each other's horns and hoofs, they chew on bones and dirt and clay and mud. And farmers recognize this problem as a mineral deficiency. The standard agricultural recommendation is to add a salt block with trace minerals. It's called a trace mineral salt block, which a farmer should be doing already anyway, and to add bone meal to their food. So that's exactly what the longest of populations do. They use wood ash and they use bones. And when our livestock is too hungry and they're chewing the feed box instead of the feed, because they know intuitively that the wood's got minerals in it that is not in the feed, our response is and should be to give them more minerals in the form of bone meal and a trace mineral salt block. Focus in on that last one for a second, salt. Why are people so addicted to junk food? In my opinion, the main reason that most people are addicted to junk food is because it's full of salt and they're not getting enough salt in their regular diet. One of the most effective tricks that we've used in this business is to teach people about salt. I created something called the salt flush, which is basically just a really thick glass of salty water. It's offensively salty. And the point is to drink it until it becomes repulsive and you can't drink it anymore. 
At that point, the person is topped up on salt. And then they're instructed to continue using salt on all of their food forever. And even to wake up in the morning, dash some salt into their water, dash some salt into their coffee. So they're staying topped up on salt and so that their body is not telling them to eat chips and soda to get the salt because soda has salt in it. Candy bars have salt in it. All junk food has salt in it. All processed food has salt in it. And this is my belief. This is why people are addicted to junk food. It's because it's salty. Now, salt is just two of the 90 essential nutrients, sodium and chloride. We need more than that. But salt is a huge, huge part of our cravings. So having said all of this, if you implement the strategies that we're recommending, including using enough salt, including avoiding the gluten and the sugars, by the way, which especially the gluten, it's going to keep you hungry. If you wake up and eat pancakes, you're creating the next craving. Basically, it keeps you hungry all the time, keeps you munching all the time, and keeps you forking out money for junk food all the time, basically. If you implement our strategies, then you should be less hungry overall, which means you should need to spend less money on food overall, which means that you should have some money left over to buy some supplements or the other things that you want and enjoy in life. This is part of the point. If we're being weighed down by our addiction to food because our body's starving for nutrients, once we correct that problem, life should actually be cheaper. Now, I'm not here saying that being healthy is cheaper than being unhealthy. I mean, it's kind of not. And it's also very hard to quantify pain. I don't know how much pain is worth to you. Worth a lot to me to not be in pain. And I also don't know how much an early death costs or how much an extra year is worth to you, right? These are kind of unquantifiable, kind of subjective things. But overall, being healthy should not be that expensive. And it should not be that much different. And if you shift some of your costs from the existing food, even if it's good food, even if you're eating, you know, chicken breasts and broccoli, you switch some of those costs onto supplements, and now you should no longer need to eat so much of the chicken breast and the broccoli. Most of us only eat one meal a day, and that sounds like starvation to some people, but we get along just fine with it. Maximum, I eat twice a day, and it's fine. And I'm over six feet tall, and you know, I'm a grown man, and this is fine for me. It works for me. It works for a lot of people, especially if you don't have a huge level of activity going on in your life. If you're like me and you work in an office, well, I don't need that many calories. But I do need a lot of nutrients. I need my body to work properly and I don't want it to fail. So lastly, this comment said, it all seems like a big money scam to me because you have everything I need and I can't afford it. Well, you can buy the cheaper products. We do have what you need and those products do have very sophisticated engineering in them. They have ingredients from all over the world, most of which are organic and certified and all this stuff. These are not cheap products. You know, in life, we need to spend more for better quality stuff. And we are a premium brand that is committed to creating premium products. We do have the plain minerals, by the way, that I still sell for $21.95 on my website. I think the price just recently went up to $23.95, but I still sell them for $21.95. Well, that's less than a dollar a day. And I recommend doing more than the bare minimum. But the bare minimum is pretty good when you consider that that has all the minerals in it. It's not the optimal perfect quantity of everything that we need but it's a really really great start remember better not perfect a lot of people in this business believe that we should be focusing on those baseline products like the minerals and i agree honestly if everybody in the world had those minerals in their fridge the entire world would be more healthier even if they didn't quit the bad foods remember again quitting the bad foods is free it can be a little bit annoying it takes a little bit of transition we are here to help you we have created food pages so that we can help you learn how to cook without the bad foods. We do have a cookbook as well that teaches you how to cook without the bad foods.
But not everybody completely avoids the bad foods. My own mother didn't go gluten-free, but she no longer has osteoporosis because she gives her body the minerals that her body needs to have healthy bones and joints. And that's it. It can be that simple. You don't have to do everything, but you might as well do everything that you can, and you might as well do the free things, but you should know that if you do half of it, you might get the full result you're looking for. If your problem was something that's caused by food, it might go away simply by quitting the bad foods. If your problem's caused by a mineral deficiency, it might go away just by adding those minerals. It's not a guarantee, and we recommend that you do both sides of the coin at least, but many people don't and they still get the result is my point. Now, lastly here, what we do offer for free is our unending commitment to help you do better. We will answer all of your questions. If you email us or message us on Instagram or any other platform you find us on, we're gonna give you an answer. It might be an answer that costs money, but the fact that we're here to help you for free is something I'm very proud of, and it's something that you should utilize to your full advantage. And if you do get a great result and you do wanna make some extra money, well, guess what? You actually can make money by promoting this as well. And I know that some people are gonna come in and say, well, of course, now he's gonna promote the pyramid scheme. Okay, well, I'm just saying there's an opportunity. You can make money off of recommending products not even just our products. This world is full of opportunity, especially now that we have the internet. You know, we can make more money. We can make ourselves a better lifestyle. We are not stuck. Even if you're on disability, even if you're elderly and retired, there is the opportunity to do more. And if you get a great result on a health product and your buddy or your aunt or your son says, hey, how'd you get that result? And you say, hey, I did it through these products. You can get a commission off those products. You can get a discount on your own products. Most of us, our first goal in this business, a lot of people, their only goal in this business was to pay for their own products. That's how the system should work. In a perfect world, all of my distributors would be making at least the amount that their products cost. But you don't need to do that. You don't need to do anything. But if you don't do anything, you're probably still going to have the health problem. And there's not much more I can add to that. If you want to do better, you've got to do something. Most of those things are going to cost money. Some of them are free, and either way, we are here to help you out. At least as long as I live, I'm here to help you out. And if you want help on finding what is the lowest cost product or possibly the best products for you, so you don't need to shop around, just message us, just reach out to us. We'll tell you what your bare minimum is. We'll tell you what products you really should consider and which ones you probably don't need. We'll tell you if you need to buy the organic grass-fed whatever, and you probably don't, by the way. Most people don't switch to organic and get a health result that way. Most people just take the products or they just get rid of some of the bad foods and they do get the result. I myself couldn't afford anything organic until recently. I was poor when I started this. I lived on pork chops and rice, and I bought those pork chops from the poor people store, from the charity food store. They were garbage. They were not organic. And I was still very hungry, but I still got my result without doing organic food. The only reason I do organic food now is because I feel it's better, but it's not because I need it for a health result. I already got the health result, and that's some of the point here as well. You don't need to go and buy the superfoods. You don't need to buy the, the best quality organic this and that. Although that is better, that's not going to be the main difference maker for most people. So having said all of this, guys, I appreciate you. Reach out anytime that you need any help with anything. We will give you the help for free, and we'll see you next time.